Hello and welcome to the Happy Project Podcast. Study, and you are tuning in to this podcast where we talk about the mixed Korean race and culture and all that encompasses underneath that umbrella. That's right. Yeah. So you're at the right place if that's what you're into. <laughs> yes, you found us. Well done. Um, yeah, how 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 are you, Cooks? Well, I, I am doing quite well today. Mm. I have nothing to complain about. Mm. Just been really just thinking about a lot of stuff and just airing out everything that's just sort of been cluttering my mind the past couple of weeks. And so today was good. Just getting the workout in, talk to you a little bit. It's like spring cleaning for your brain. Yeah. Um, Today, we're going to talk about a topic. Um, Actually, I wrote uh, an article on this on the Happy Project blog. So you can check it out if you want to read it out in full there, thehappyproject.com under ilki, which means means journal, right? So it's like an entry journal entry. And it's called Yoyu, the power of the space between us and what happens when that space is gone. Yeah, y'all need to read it. It's really good. Thanks. Yeah, it's it's not a long read either. So it's like no. it, it just kind of punches you as soon as you start reading. That's in my a good po- way. Yeah, <laughs> just out there inciting violence. Yeah, no, it's really good though. Yeah, so I, I wanted to write it about Yoyu, because uh, actually I think this is something that circulates in our mind quite often since living here in Korea, and especially for so many years, you start to feel the presence or lack of Yoyu on a very regular basis. But the inciting uh, incident, let's say, to why I decided to write this article is we had an interview with a Korean pastor, or he's a Korean-American pastor here, and he's been here for many years. And he was also bringing up Yoyu and just saying pretty much like, because of the lack of yoyu, I, I find myself feeling angry, right? And it's just kind of wore down on me after a long period of time. And I was thinking, wow, that sounds very similar to, to a lot of conversations we have. And mm-hmm. we just didn't quite find the word to explain what why that would be. And I, I think uh, this pastor hit it on the head of the nail when it was about yoyu, the lack of yoyu. Um, which is something that we feel a lot here in Korea, right? Now, for our Korean speakers who have heard yoyu before, um, yoyu is, uh, well, I guess we should explain what it means, right? That's the bare minimum at least we can do here. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really understand a lot of the different nuances or different contexts in which you can use yoyu mm-hmm. in Korean. I just sort of had a general understanding of space. And mm. the only thing that I could think of really when it comes to yoyu is whenever you're waiting at a bus stop and you're seeing if mm. you're in a bus stop here in Korea and you're seeing if a bus is yeah. going to come. And usually like when a bus is, I don't know, two minutes from the stop, it'll say, you know, the next bus is coming. And then it'll, a lot of times, I don't know how it does this, but it'll sometimes say like in Korean, it's really like maybe packed or busy. And sometimes it'll say yoyu, mm-hmm. which means there's enough space in there. On the bus to sit. On the bus, yeah. right. So you know the bus isn't packed. So right. that's sort of, the, that's the first thing I think of when I hear yoyu. Wow. I never even thought about that. Really? But that's, that's a great the only example. thing I think about. <laughs> really? Oh, wow. See, yeah. yeah, that is a really great usage of the word yoyu. So mm-hmm. yoyu in itself, uh, so the definition pretty much means, well, as I wrote it on the blog, and I'll just read it here. Um, it means to be relaxed. It means to have the freedom to do something, to have the space to do something, to be freed up, to be able to afford 
to do something, to have the margin or the space to spare. So that's, I guess, why it makes a lot of sense using yoyu on the bus, as in there's space on the bus, right? Yoyu, we have space mm-hmm. on the bus. Or uh, another way that we could say yoyu in Korean would be like, oh, do you have time in your schedule to accommodate such and such thing? And you could say, I'm sorry, I don't have any space. 지금 여유가 없어요. 여유가 없어서 못할 것 같아요, right? I don't have the space. I just can't do it right now. So it kind of expresses this feeling, whether the physical sense of space, as if on the bus, or this mental and emotional space, as in I I just don't have the space. I can't afford to think about that right now. I don't have the ability or the freedom uh, mentally or emotionally to handle this situation or thing, right? Yeah. And after reading your blog post, I realized there isn't really uh, an equivalent word in English that Mm -hmm. I can think of. I mean, we can probably interchangeably in most contexts use the word space, but we don't typically speak in that way. Mm -hmm. So to think of it in terms, because I I think of like in in this scenario of of yo-yo, I think of like a physical space. Like if you're in the context of like the bus, Mm -hmm. you, you think, oh, there's a physical amount of space available. If you're thinking in terms of your scheduling, you're thinking, at least for me, like, oh, there's only a certain amount of space I have to devote to maybe Mm. this person hanging out or doing this thing. So I think using the Korean word and trying to understand it from that perspective really just opens up your mind to the whole concept of this. And we're going to get much deeper with Mm -hmm. what this means in society and how it relates to us as half Koreans too. Mm -hmm. So let's use yoyu in a couple of phrases just to kind of, I think, further express how you can be using yoyu. So in Korean, we would say, yoyu ga piroheyo, right? I need yoyu. I need this space. I need this freedom to move around. So let's say you're working in a business, you're working in a company, everybody is on your back all the time. And so you meet up with your friend after work. It's midnight. You're exhausted. You're drinking. And your friend's like, you're looking stressed lately. What's going on? And you could just say, oh, you got piroe right? I just need some space to breathe, right? So you could say that. You could say, yoyu ga You would see somebody like, oh, yoyu ga inneo. Like, oh, you look relaxed. You look like you got some movement going on. You look okay, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, you got some breathing right. room. That's nice to see. Or you could say, 여유가 없어요. Like, I just don't have any 여유 right now. I can't deal with this at the moment. I can't handle you. Or I just, I don't have any move, any room to move. You can even mention this, let's say, if you're creating some kind of event and you have all the scheduling. And then somebody at the last minute is like, oh, can you just insert this also at four o'clock? How about that? You could look at your schedule. Oh, it's 여유가 없어요. Right? We don't have any space for that. So that would be another way of using 여유. And then you can also say, 여유가 생긴다, right? Yoyu has appeared. Some freedom, some space has appeared. So when you're talking with your friend, your friend's like, hey, you have time to meet tomorrow? And you're like, oh, I don't have any time. I'm sorry. I'm very busy. But then tomorrow, your schedule got cleared out and you're feeling a little bit better and something got canceled. You call your friend. Oh, yoyu got sengyeosseyo. Let's meet. Right? Oh, some yoyu appeared in my life. We can hang out tomorrow now. Mm-hmm. Right? So these are ways that you can use yoyu. And in Korean, it's it's actually very commonly used Words, very commonly used phrases. Honestly, I hear it all the time. Yeah. And you even use it as an excuse with people, a very well received excuse of why you cannot do something. Mm-hmm. I do that a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. People are like, hey, when it comes to this event, hey, you want to do this? I'm like, oh, 죄송해요. 지금 여유가 없어요. Right? 여유가 생기면 좀 생각해 볼게요. <laughs> right? Oh, I don't have any space. But if it yeah. appears, then yeah, I'll think about it. Right? And everyone implicitly understands that. Mm-hmm. I guess in, in English, we would 
typically say, oh, we don't have the time mm-hmm. instead of maybe using the word space. Mm-hmm. Even though we can use the word space and I think people will understand what that means. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. So why did we want to talk about yoyu as opposed to just like, oh, it's just a Korean language learning time. Uh, I think this understanding of yoyu, if you can appreciate what yoyu means and the lack of yoyu in someone's life, um, it will give you a little bit more compassion. And I think uh, if you haven't lived in Korea or you haven't lived, let's say, in circumstances, because I, I don't think lack of yoyu is an explicitly Korean thing. Sure. Um, I think when anyone has felt very oppressed or living in difficult situations, um, their resources are stretched very thin and they just have no emotional space to deal with issues bigger than their day-to-day situation. That's also a feeling of yoyu. But especially in Korea, we feel this lack of yoyu physically, as in everybody is just living in tight quarters. You live in small houses. Everything is, there's so many people. You're literally physically running into each other every single day. You don't even apologize for it because it's like, I can't move out of the way. You can't move out of the way. We're all living in this lack of yoyu situation, right? And on top of that, there's also this mental and emotional lack of yoyu in Korea. I think historically, if we look at it, right? Korea's mm-hmm. Korea's people have been under situations of oppression, have lived in um, dire poverty before. And so a lot, I think a lot of this like mental psyche of having no yoyu has to do with a lot of the historical context that has happened here in Korea. Yeah. And and this really blows my mind because I remember when we were deep diving into the concept of Han, mm-hmm. right? This is very similar in, term, in, in terms of helping me to understand and contextualize Korean society mm. and contextualize how Koreans view others. But I, I think in the case of like yoyu, it it really, once you look at it this way, it helps you to have a sense of like empathy mm. or putting yourself in the other person's shoes in terms of like, for example, as a half Korean, right? We might, we might interpret a situation a certain way, but if we understand the whole concept of yoyu, mm. then we can at least in our head say, well, I understand why this person does this or reacts a certain way or why they look at maybe half Koreans a certain Mm. way based on history, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's a way to have empathy. It doesn't mean that, you know, what they're doing is okay or we should be like, just accept it as it is and like, oh, it's fine. It is what it is. But it at least helps you to take a step back and just evaluate like, okay, I I can understand why. I can understand why Mm. certain people do things in Korean society. I can understand why maybe like a certain Ajishi or Ajima might snap, mm. right? Um, or because I, it, it's funny because I've seen a lot of cases over the last four years I've been here where maybe uh, it's typically older people who might lash out in public mm-hmm, somehow, mm-hmm. whether it's right. lashing out at someone they know or lashing out just to, to, to a random the, to person the because they're or, frustrated with something or right. someone you know did something, maybe ran into anything. Mm-hmm. And so having this concept of yoyu really just helps me to take a step back and say, okay, mm. I think I I can generally understand maybe why this mm. person reacted that way. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. I did allude to it in the blog that I had written. And I feel like I did a much better, uh, a concise way of expressing what I'm, what I'm trying to say, but it is good for us to talk it out as well. Mm-hmm. But um, we, we oftentimes, and I'm talking especially to my friends who are living overseas and have parents who are Korean or a parent who is Korean. Um, we like to talk about this Korean temper, 
right? Oh, mm. I grew up with my mom. She's got a Korean temper. Oh, you know that Korean mom temper, right? And it's a very… It's, it's something kind of like a, a mutual… Like we have a mutual suffering. And so like we, everyone knows, we joke like about it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, that Korean temper, right? Um, but I, I, I don't think Korean temper is necessarily a genetically passed down thing. Right? To say that, oh, my mom is Korean. Therefore, she has a Korean temper. Therefore, if I get angry about things, it makes sense because I'm Korean too. And I've got that Korean temper. Um, I think that this Korean temper is just… It's something that has been shaped and formed and passed down because of generations here in Korea. Again, the historical context of having no yoyu, Of holding on really tightly just to survive. Holding on really tightly with what you have. And so when something… You don't have the space, the mental or emotional capacity to understand why someone is taking that away from you or infringing on the little space that you carry and have yourself. Then, of course, you will get angry because this is all you have. And uh, I think if we we then if we understand that, I think it helps us to have a bit more compassion to maybe our parents. Or if you have, let's say, your mom is first generation Korean immigrant who came to the states, didn't speak any English got married to an American guy who also doesn't speak Korean. Mm -hmm. You have these cultural barriers that are happening, language barriers that are happening. And then on top of that, they'll have children who they cannot communicate fluently with if their kid does not grow up speaking Korean. So you have all of this, what you could have had, all this yoyu, this could have space have, could have existed, right? Mm -hmm. This space to understand each other, space Mm -hmm. to communicate, cultural understanding, mutual understanding. Like a safe space. A safe space. Where you feel comfortable. And it's getting cut out Mm -hmm. by your husband doesn't speak Korean. Your child doesn't speak Korean. Everyone's society is looking at me differently. I don't understand what's going on. These cultural barriers, duck, 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 duck. Then your space is being cut out. And so no wonder if someone is infringing on that small space your mom has of safety, then she would lash out because you're taking this away from me too. So I think that oftentimes kids are the ones that are being <laughs> facing that mm-hmm. Korean temper, which is a result of a lack of yoyu. Right. And Sorry, this, that was very convoluted. No, but it makes sense. Like it blows my mind. Like I, 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 I was fortunate enough to grow up with a Korean mom who uh, did it. Your mom is just she's very lovely. <laughs> I, yeah. I got very lucky because. M- Throughout most of my childhood, mm. like she never really lashed out at mm-hmm. us or like, you know, displayed uh, maybe a temper, the stereotypical Korean mom temper or something like that. Like she had moments. Don't mm. get me wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she had moments. Um, but like generally speaking, I think this can help and it helps me too, but it can help you to really understand like where your Korean parent or parents mm-hmm. like where they're coming from, especially if they're immigrants. Mm-hmm. Like just think about it. Like you're in a foreign land and and you're you never feel like you belong mm-hmm. and you just feel like you don't have a safe space to call your own that mm-hmm. you're never ever like truly comfortable in mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the only time you might be comfortable is maybe in a like a social setting you have a group of friends or maybe a korean church mm-hmm. or whatever the case is but outside of that even in your own home yeah you may not even feel like you have the yoyu mm-hmm. and so i think this can be very helpful for all of us who mm-hmm. have, um, and some more than others, who have experienced maybe their parents or mom mm-hmm. or dad, whoever, Korean mom or dad. And it can, this can transcend cultures too, by the yep. way. Uh, this can really help you to just have a little bit more or a lot more compassion and sure. just understanding, you know, just 
It doesn't mean that maybe their actions are always justified. We're not saying that, but at least you could approach them differently, have a different perspective on Mm -hmm. how they might be lashing out or how they're treating you or people Mm -hmm. or or whatever the case is. So I think this can be a very big first step for uh, maybe a lot of healing Mm -hmm. for a lot of relationships, Mm -hmm. especially in the family. Yeah. I think a lot about uh, families specifically in the U.S. And we'll say U.S. in this case just because there are so many Korean immigrants who go to the U.S. or people who raise half Korean kids in the U.S. Um, Think about there's… So yoyu can also mean like having a margin for, right? You have a little space for error. Let's say you have a little cushion Mm. in case you make a mistake. Mm -hmm. It's okay if you cross this line a little bit because there's a little bit of space in between here and the point of no return. And I think a lot of immigrant families experience what it means to you can't cross this line. You can't make this mistake because one, maybe financially… It's, you guys are really going to suffer for it. Socially, people are not going to understand or accept you. And so I, I think that's why this, this lack of yoyu can also create a feeling of constriction and feeling like a little oppressed, right? And so when you don't have this yoyu, you're a little bit on edge because you're like, I, I can't cross this line. Mm-hmm. I don't have margin for error. I cannot make a mistake here. I can't, I can't mess this up because this is all I have. So um, I, I imagine this lack of yoyu in a more mental let's say, feeling, Mm, um, is present in a lot of immigrant families. Right. And to put that into context and maybe coming back to Korea, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've been here four years, Becky almost, what, nine? Mm -hmm. Um, We we can see that play out in Korean society, like in almost every aspect. And it just helps, again, to make sense of the Korean culture here as we know it. You know, uh, you made mention in your article that you go out and people are living in small spaces and neighborhoods are small and everyone is just, you know, shoulder to shoulder, mm-hmm. you know. And and so that constant way of living obviously can bring out, you know, frustration yeah. or just feeling like you can't really cross the line. And just the way society is, I mean, you have your place in society. It's like everyone walks in their small little bubble and they can't move past it. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it's very hierarchical. Uh, they can't, you know, maybe express their opinion the way they really feel it to their boss or someone who's older than them. So, you know, do this day in and day out. It's just going to, I don't know, it just does something inside of you. Mm-hmm. But you, you know, in order to function in society, you can't, you can't cross that line. Yeah. You know, so you stay in your little space, your little bubble, and you learn how to live that way. And I think some of the maybe not so positive things that we might see come out of like maybe society here is maybe a direct or it could be an indirect result of that sort of Mm. feeling of constriction. Like, think about this for all of y'all who were maybe in lockdown mode, wherever you live, like in America, certain places were certainly locked down in certain countries, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Where you can't even leave your home. Or if you have to quarantine, even for like two weeks, like you are within a confined small space, unless you live in a big house, <laughs> lucky you. Yeah. And like for Becky and myself, when we came back from the States a little over a month ago, we had to spend 10 days in quarantine in our little space. Just think about just how you feel when everything is controlled in your space. But for, I think a lot of people had a hard time just staying in the same space and there's no like, you know, freedom to go mm-hmm. and to do just think about that small example of how that made you feel. Mm. Now, we were lucky. I think we had fun because we, we were very busy <laughs> yeah. during quarantine. But I could imagine. mentally, we had yo-yo. Right. But also at the same time, it's like, 
you, we, we could understand like, oh, we really wish we could be out and about. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just want to go down the street and, you know, grab a coffee mm-hmm. somewhere. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't. Right. So there's this limitation. And, you know, I would imagine, yeah, we did well for 10 days. But what if we had to do it for 100 days? Yeah. I don't think it would be the same feeling. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah it, it's very important to feel like you have this space that you're not just confined to a little bubble. But I feel like that's how… Korean people in general, especially in Korea, but in also Korea. Mm-hmm. also you know abroad, that's how they feel. They mm. they feel like there isn't the space. Yeah, no space to mm-hmm. expand, space to grow, space to pursue your dreams. Yeah, when you don't see, oh, there's actually room up there for me to pursue some dream or goal that I want. If you, if you can't see that there's space that exists, sometimes that literal physical space, or just mentally, societally, you don't feel that that room, um, it's no wonder nobody moves Mm -hmm. or you just kind of go where all the masses are going. And you made a really great point of explaining it in a physical sense, lack of yoyu, and how that can play a part on your mental and emotional lack of yoyu. I do think that they are combined. And I I understand in order to have mental yoyu when you have no physical yoyu, it's a really hard thing to do. And Mm -hmm. I think that's just a human aspect of us that mentally and emotionally and physically we're so you know, tied together. Right. Um, To give a good example. So uh, talking about the education system here in Korea, let's say. So people might say, why doesn't Korean education uh, make it so that students are learning about diversity and multiculturalism from a young age? Right. This Mm, is, this is a great argument Mm -hmm. um, and something that I'm a huge advocate for of expanding education so that students from young age in Korea are experiencing and understanding what diversity and multiculturalism is because society is going to reflect that eventually. Um, But why don't they just do that now? And then you see students in high school who are making very public displays of cultural ignorance. Right. And um, so people can get very upset about that. Why don't these students know how they should know by now? The world is so big. Everyone has Internet. Haven't you heard? Haven't you learned? Mm -hmm. What about all of this? Like you're not all living by yourself in your own little bubble anymore, Korea. Right. And we saw this happen not too long ago in a certain incident with high schoolers here in Korea. Now, to understand, however, the Korean education system here, students are being taught uh, or shown exactly what you need to be studying when you need to be studying it, why you need to be studying, because you got to pass this exam, because you have to get into this school, because you have to get these good grades so you can get a job, so you can survive in this society. And so there's no yo-yo for students to study or experience or explore the world outside whatever is demanded of them in this society. Yeah. And so on that hand, if you understand that, surely it it would give you a little bit more compassion to students and be like, all right, I see why you're ignorant. It is not willful ignorance because mm-hmm. you have no yoyu to learn that. No yoyu to explore the world outside of what is demanded of you to look at. Right. And also like most people here, they don't, uh, when I say here in Korea, they don't imagine themselves living outside of Korea. Mm-hmm. Like some people might want to, but they know that most of the time they're pretty much stuck in this society, in the space of what is expected of them in society. Mm-hmm. Go to good school or at least try to and then get a job. And then you're probably going to stay in that job or that field uh, more than likely throughout mm. your whole career. You might, you know, switch companies, but it's hard to, you don't even have the space of of saying, now sometimes you do, you don't have the space generally to say like, oh, I'm just going to go to this field now, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, and try this different area of work. No, you sort of, you know, chose it in college, you know. Um, and Sometimes of course, earlier. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So there are nuances to that, of course. But 
it, you just don't have the space to really think outside of the box because the box is already, uh, you know, the borders are already created for you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there are people that step outside of it. And sometimes those tend to be the people that might do something different mm-hmm. or you might even see, you know, a handful of Korean people who actually at a young age go abroad or maybe mm-hmm. study abroad for a year or two. And what I've noticed is their concept of, I guess, yo-yu is a little different yeah. because they've experienced the world. But for most people who are here, it's just sort of the same, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's passed on generation to generation. And I think it is getting better because of technology. Sure, yeah. Because of TikTok, <laughs> you know, seeing other <laughs> cultures and stuff like yes, that. Yes, yes. But um, it's, it. we can't look at it from our in at least in my case, like from an American perspective, like why don't you understand culture this way? Mm-hmm. Why are you still insensitive and asking me if I could speak Korean mm-hmm. when I'm clearly in Korea mm-hmm. and you don't know if I could speak it or not? You know, that helps us to to at least understand why these things happen mm-hmm. as, as much as it may still annoy us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think understanding like yoyu, lack of yoyu, and why perhaps in Korea there is a specific type of lack of yoyu. I think that will help you to have a little bit more understanding and compassion as opposed to you should hold yourself accountable mm-hmm. individual person who has offended me for some reason because that person could be living in a society where there's just no yoyu. There's no space for them to look beyond what is immediately demanded of them. Um, And I I think that is particularly present in Korea, whether that is just the physicalness or just the competitive nature of this society, people Mm. crammed up together, living together, so in tight situations. Um, And so understanding that yoyu, lack of yoyu is not just a physical thing, but also a mental mindset that can be carried on. And maybe this is why your parents act in a certain way, or maybe they cannot understand you and why you behave a certain way. Because if you you mentally have no yoyu, how can you have the space to consider another person or consider something else outside of what is immediately demanded of Mm -hmm. you? Um, Yeah, so we just wanted to explain a little bit of yoyu and hopefully that can give you a little bit more understanding. Um, The thing also about yoyu, I think that we can create it for ourselves. And uh, I I do think it is difficult for sure, Mm -hmm. um, but it is possible to just give yourself some breathing room and if you have some yoyu, some space in your own life, okay, give some yoyu to somebody else. It is a great example when you're having an argument with somebody and one person just can't get past that point, right? They just can't think beyond okay. some certain situation, but you yourself can. Then who is the person in this situation who should be giving some allowance to the other individual? All right, let's give you some space to think about it. In the context of me and you, you should <laughs> no, give me space. that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm not looking at you out of the corner of my eye at mm-hmm. all. But um, yeah, Yoyu is a very powerful thing, I would say. Giving the space to the other person. Yeah, like I'm I'm, I'm still like just sort of mind blown because I'm, I'm starting to even see even more connections with this whole concept of yoyu. Mm. Um, and so this is something that I will be thinking about even, even more because I'm thinking back to even my past and it's, you know, beyond what we can talk about in this podcast, but just thinking, oh, that makes sense why maybe I used to respond a mm. certain way or I even still respond a certain way because in a certain context, I didn't have any yoyu. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, wow, like this is a good, like, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a therapist or anything like that, but this is a good like <laughs> therapy talking point, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, y'all you. I know I can look back at my own self and be like, why did I snap in this time? Or why couldn't I handle this situation? It's just a tiny thing. It's because I just didn't have any yo-yu in my own life. I didn't have any yo-yu emotionally or mentally. So I mm-hmm. couldn't hand, 
handle the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Yeah. So yeah, yo-yo. Make some yo-yo in your own life. And I would say take a step back. And if you're having some issues or like an inability to address issues that just make you furious or angry or snap or lash out, maybe see, do I have some yo-yo here? Am I lacking some mental yo-yo, emotional yo-yo? And how can I incorporate more yo-yo in my own life? And maybe make some yo-yo for your parents who are lacking yo-yo in their own lives. Yeah. That's it. I just wanted to explain yo-yo but not end on like, this is what you can do. (laughs) But if you do, listen to that. That's great. Okay. I have nothing to add to that. That was perfect. Oh, thanks, Cooks. Let's shake on that. All right. All right. This is why we're a good team. Okay. Well, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. And uh, we don't have listener mail today. But if you want to write in about what yoyu means to you. And do you live in Korea and feel a lack of yoyu? Let us know how that is for you by sending us an email at thehappyproject at gmail.com. Make sure you're subscribing to our YouTube channel and this podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are The Happy Project. <laughs>